Hello, my name is Sierra. And I'm Mina. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to The Third Eye Seers. Today is a motivational mini where we are going to hype not only ourselves, but you, the listener, as well, to accomplish all of your dreams and aspirations. Yes, and where we will be starting today is with the topic of fear. Um, fear is present in all of our lives. There's not a single person or honestly living being on this earth who hasn't experienced fear. Um, the difference is that we are conscious beings versus all of the other animals on this planet. Yes. And so we have the ability to combat that fear. Right. Consciously. Yes. Um, and yeah, I mean, is there, we're, this is going to be more of like a, a discussion. Um, rather than, cause we're not going to come to you with facts. This is all motivational and we just want to give you a basis understanding of the fear that we all experience yes. and the best way to either get rid of that fear or embrace it. Right. And these, uh, just note these motivational minis aren't like, this is what you're going to, and we're just like yelling and there might get some excitement, but we're not like right. pounding you. You know no, what I mean? This That's... isn't something to listen to at the gym. No. I also wanted to say that we are habitual beings and that we we have fear in our lives, but only as habit. Yes. It's not actually a part of us. It's just a part of our habits. Exactly. And a lot of us get stuck in cycles of fear because there are comfort zones. Absolutely. And it's even more frightening to try to step outside of that comfort zone because you don't know what could come next versus... Right at least the fear cycle that you're in, you know what's coming. I know what the outcome is. Exactly. Um, There's this saying that I really love, and it is, when things are easy, life is hard. When things are hard, life is easy. And this is because we are such evolutionized beings that we need to evolve and to change into order to have happier, healthier, better lives. Mm -hmm. So when we get stuck into these fear-based you know, habits of lifestyles, Mm -hmm. we get so stressed out, so depressed and don't know where to go when really we just need to look within ourselves and say, okay, well, what do I need to change just Mm -hmm. for today? Just, and do small little changes every day. Exactly. Because none of us are perfect and we're all going to feel fear for the rest of our lives. Right. Um, And it's also worth noting that some of the best things in life are on the other side of fear. You know what I mean? Like the best views that you're going to see in this world are at the top of these giant mountains that you're really going to have to like risk your life to see these, these beautiful views. And that's literally just a metaphor for all of life. You know, um, it's not easy to chase your dreams and it's not easy to make the decision that you aren't like everybody else and that, you, whether it be that you're not meant to work a nine to five, like you and I are, or whether it be like, you know, whatever, whatever Whatever it is, yeah, whatever it is that takes you away from the pack, it can be scary also because it's really hard to find people to go along with. And I think one of the biggest fear that people feel is loneliness. Yes. And I feel like a lot of us who try to combat this fear also come across a sort of hyper-independence because we are experiencing fear still, but in the fear of being vulnerable and needing somebody rather than in the fear of being lonely. And I really feel like it's, it's really important to know that, A, 
we are people who are meant, we're meant to be interconnected, you know, not, not codependent, but like interdependent and like really work with each other and that there's nothing to fear when it comes to a being dependent on someone or b not being dependent on someone like you have to also find within you the power and the strength to realize I have overcome so many things already anything that comes next I know I can do it's just about getting through it and fear sometimes can be a really good indicator for something that you need to work on as well yes Um, I feel that a lot of people have momentum in the beginning, but because we live in such a instant gratification type of society that if I don't see results in three months, that's it. mm -hmm. It was a waste of time when really you're just getting started. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? If you really have passion about something and really set your mind to it, Mm -hmm. you also have to realize that this could be fast coming or this could be a very slow coming Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter what it is I'm going to beat the challenges and I'm going to succeed exactly and it's really hard to like it's one thing to say that but it's also really hard I feel like we're not really given the step and stepping stones to know how to change your mindset in that way and I've found for me the best thing to do is to replace these thoughts of fear with thoughts of love instead because it's one thing to be like okay you shouldn't be fearful like no a fear is a healthy emotion to experience every emotion is a healthy emotion to experience it's just about how you react to it you know and never should you feel fear in the sense of shame You know, there's a difference between shame and guilt and guilt is when it's like, crap, I did something bad versus shame is I'm a shitty person because I did that. And it's just important to recognize the difference a between shame and guilt, because those are a going to be indicators of what it is that you need to work on. And when you are feeling that shame, it's about reminding yourself, no, I'm human. Like replacing those thoughts with loving thoughts. No, I'm human. I made a mistake. I'm allowed to make a mistake. Does that make my mistake okay? No, it doesn't. I'm not absolving myself of responsibility of this situation. I'm just acknowledging that my existence isn't less worthy just because I fucked up. And it's just so important to in every situation, it's big or small, to the second that you start enforcing these fear thoughts in your head, the second you realize that, just try to combat it with loving thoughts instead because shaming yourself, beating yourself up, all of those things aren't going to help you. And fear is a great thing to conquer because then you feel this courage and you really feel like you've accomplished something here, you know, but you don't need to do that with such intense fear that you don't feel worthy of the life that you're living you know one of my favorite things that uh, I've listened to on a different motivational speech was um just that you should really only criticize yourself um 20 of the time because if you're doing it more than that then it's not helpful it's if you're doing it 20 of the time then you're acknowledging it enough to make a difference in your life um, but if you do it more than that, then you're just tearing yourself down and letting yourself live based in fear. And even going back, sorry that I'm kind of taking this over a little bit, but even going back to our first episode where we were talking about proactive versus reactive, a lot of our reactive choices are based in fear because 
were afraid of being vulnerable, were afraid of getting hurt, were afraid of, you know, whatever it is that the, the bad outcome is going to be. That's what we're afraid of. And that's where our mind automatically goes. Our mind doesn't automatically go in what could go right. It goes in what could go wrong. And it's about retraining your brain to think about instead what could go right here because that's still a possibility. At the end of the day, if you're not taking risks in life, then what is the point of living? Yeah, absolutely. Did you have any more thoughts of how fear and vulnerability really coincide and how we've just kind of lost touch of vulnerability or that vulnerability is a bad trait to have. Right. I feel like um, vulnerability is such a scary thing for so many people that it's often viewed as weakness um, just because it takes so much strength to show this emotion that you're feeling. You know what I mean? And people take that for granted and you're in such a, not to use the word while I'm trying to describe it, but you're in such a vulnerable state that people who are fearful of that, a lot of us when we're in fear, the second we see a dynamic change in power structure, we try to take over in that. And when you're being vulnerable, you're you're relinquishing power, which in itself is fearful. But then as a society, a lot of us will make fun of that vulnerability because we are so afraid of it and we want to take power over the, you know, the control of this, this vulnerable and scary and emotional situation. And so what we do is shut down the emotion and immediately become offensive um, or defensive, really, because we're trying to ignore our emotions and defend our vulnerability and keep away from doing that. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you feel about fear and, and vulnerability within our society? I think fear and vulnerability goes together with the fear of loneliness because we're looking to be vulnerable with someone else. We're constantly trying to find external reasons to we have this sadness that we just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And our spirits are so low that they're just like crying out to us. Mm-hmm. And we think, oh, if we become with this person or if I buy these things, this is going to help me feel what I want to feel. Mm -hmm. And really, we're just fear of being vulnerable with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because then you have to kind of set the truth. And the truth is very scary. Mm -hmm. Because you have to look at all of your life experience from this third person view and go, oof, okay, is my life going really the way I want it to? Am I... Yeah. If I wasn't here today, would I be happy with what I experienced? Right, and with what I left for the world, you know? And then once we can find, we can be vulnerable with ourselves, and we find that happiness and want to evolve, and, you know, we think of fear of, like, when we do have fear, Mm -hmm. we're like, oof, it's not as scary. It's scary, but you're like... I'm on the verge of something like right and it's almost like a trigger to keep pushing forward because you you realize you're onto something big here because you are experiencing fear and anxiousness and nervousness because this is such a big thing for you you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah and I feel like going back to vulnerability I really feel like um in our society because of how hard and exposing it is to be vulnerable our society just teaches us that I mean, from growing up that you don't, you're not vulnerable, you're not vulnerable in public. You're definitely not vulnerable with strangers. There are limits to how vulnerable you should be, especially with anybody. You know what I mean? And 
were also kind of taught, I mean, at least my experience growing up was if somebody is vulnerable with you, then you kind of take advantage of that and you use that information so that for the gossip train. Yes. Or if you are very sensitive, kind of over vulnerable, then other people, you're just a drama queen and, oh, you're just overreacting. Mm-hmm. And exactly diminishing the importance of somebody else's emotion when they're putting themselves out there so completely yeah, is really hard. And I think it's also important that if you're going to put yourself out there so completely, you need to make sure you're doing it with no expectations, like no outcome specifically. Like it just needs to be a part of your healing or because you want to have this conversation with that person, but not because you're expecting them to react in a certain way. Because the second that you expect an outcome, you're not really being as vulnerable and open as you should be. And then also because you are pulling from these parts of yourself that are very vulnerable, the second that you have this expectation and it doesn't go that way, you immediately feel rejected. You immediately feel cut off. And it just doesn't help in in the experience and the conversation that you're having. Um, And I think a person to really... We were talking about this earlier. I watched a Red Table Talk with Brene Brown, and she has multiple books. She has some TED Talks. She was on the Red Table Talk, and she's literally known as a vulnerability and shame expert, and it's so interesting to hear how intertwined literally everything is with our vulnerability and with the shame that we experience because it's really hard to unlearn all of the subtleties and delicacies that have been intertwined into our being by being raised to be shameful and to not be vulnerable when these are when shame is a basic thing that you shouldn't experience and vulnerability is a basic thing that you should experience because you become a better person when you learn how to be vulnerable and learn how to tap into yourself in that way yeah absolutely Fear is just something that is a tool mm-hmm. to help you in life. And I think the bottom line for today's mini is that it all starts with you. Mm-hmm. Change the way that you see yourself. The world is going to change with it. The, yeah. yeah. Everybody's just responsible for their own well-being at yeah. the end of the day. You know, like we are interdependent beings and we do have to ask for help and things like that. But your happiness and your success in life it all has to do with you not to say that we're all we're all in the same ocean but with different boats you know what i mean Absolutely. everybody has more struggles there not everybody but there are people who have more struggles than others but that doesn't mean that you can't that you can't overcome overcome those struggles just because you have more because you are capable and you are strong yes and you're given all the tools especially nowadays with the internet and all of the resources out there without the internet as well all of the different nonprofits and you know just different things like that that you can go to like community resources that can really teach you how to improve yourself and even if you think that you can't change the way that you think mm-hmm. stop thinking oh i i could never do this think how but how could i right how could i start if i really could exactly even just that little switch mm-hmm. is going to cause other shifts in your mind which is going to shift your reality mm-hmm. and that law of attraction the universe is going to hear these changes yes and it's going to bring opportunities to you mm-hmm. it's really 
getting into the flow of yourself and the energy of the universe and kind of flowing with all of the energy because there's opportunities forever coming your way. Yeah. You just have to open your eyes. Yeah. And open that third eye. Yeah. To gotta see open it. that third eye. Be a third eye seer, man. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. And I also just feel like it's so important to understand that this process of rewiring your brain isn't like, okay, I understand how I'm supposed to do it now. So, like a month from now, I'm gonna, like, no, like, it's a forever process. Yeah, it's a forever process. It takes years sometimes to see the difference. And then when yeah. you look back, you realize, holy shit. And then, you know, I've done a lot. But it's also important to know that, like, because some people feel discouraged when, I, you know, you hear it takes years to take this, make this kind of improvement to your life. But also, five years from now, you're still going to be alive. So do you want to be struggling with the same shit? Or do you want to improve your life? And take the small steps that you can every day to improve your life because little do you know how much your life can change just by taking a few steps every day and changing your mind every day. Because honestly, it's just like every time that you have a, a fearful thought or a thought of I can't do this or this isn't possible for me or things like that, which those are just fear thoughts, you're not going to remember every time to combat that with love. But it's about every time that you do remember combating it with love and then your brain realizes, oh, hey, this feels way better than being fearful. And then you'll remind yourself more and more every week, like there will be more times when those fearful thoughts come up and you're like, that's fucking wrong. I'm the shit. I can definitely do this. And to the point where your whole outlook on yourself has changed. It's just about reminding yourself when you can that you are loved you are worthy you are capable you are infinite Mm -hmm. you know your your potential for this world is anything you want it to be absolutely and if you want other steps like of passing by fear and trauma and really just trying to make a better life for yourself Mm -hmm. and be a better person there are so many outlets therapy um i'm a huge fan of therapy yeah I will probably always go to therapy. It's so nice. Even if you have good things to say, you know, after you kind of get past the trauma and it's not so triggering mm-hmm. and then your therapist is like, so you want to, what do you want to talk about? And you're like, oh, well, I don't really have anything bad to talk about. I'm like, well, that's great. Like, let's talk about all the good things. And exactly. Then you're like, oh, yeah. It, it doesn't have awesome. to be purely trauma based. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. And I also just feel like, um, oh, I was going to mention too. As far as finding a therapist, it doesn't have to be as hard as, like, Googling it and then trying to, like, find reviews for each one. There's this website called psychologytoday.com, and if you go on there, you can literally just put in your zip code, and then they will list all of the mental health professionals in your area and, like, what it is that they focus in. Like, I try to find people who are, like... I prefer, like, a woman who's, like, a person of color, and I prefer um, somebody who likes and understands holistic treatments and, you know, Eastern ways and things like that, just because they're obviously going to be knowledgeable on Western ways, but I like to incorporate both, and so I need somebody who understands the incorporation of both and gets it as well. And yeah, I mean, I don't have a therapist right now, but it's, it's really nice to be able to see every, and it'll list all the types of techniques and things and stuff that they have. Um, but anyways, and there's, uh, websites for therapy for every week as low as, or every other week, even if you can't do it every week, 20 to $30 
per session, which yeah. is, you know, a meal if you went out. So yeah. thinking of your mental health as, oh, this therapy is, it's, it's a meal for my, for my mental health right. sanity. I'm fueling my brain. Yes. Yes. A or journal. Go out for a walk. Do things that are going to just relieve your, your spirit. Yeah. Your inner tension. Bring you um, clarity. And just perspective of, you know, you don't have to know what you want to do. Just live in the moment and let moments pass and, you know, let emotions pass. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and just, like, work on yourself. Like, I'm telling you, the more you work on yourself, the better life gets. Yeah, a thousand percent. And I really do feel like it all starts with combating fear because I feel like fear is always the beginning thing that holds us back. Agreed. But tell us what you guys think um also we would look really love to hear comments about other topics you guys would like to be motivated in mm-hmm. um so yeah but yeah we'll be free here for you again on monday with some more info about food specifically how food is poisoned here in america yes um we're going and... to take a dive into history of how it got started Yes, exactly. Um, and we hope you guys really lis- really liked listening to this episode. And we hope you keep your third eye open. Yeah. Woo. All right. Bye.